Blog Talk Radio. Aw, cats. Jump back and dust off your Cadillac. You're listening to Respect for Life with your host, Brother Leroy, on the Keys Network. Blog Talk Radio, baby. Act like you already knew. Ow! Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Communicators live on the Keys 107 network. We are in the process of connecting with Brother Leroy. If you guys can hold on for one moment while we go to a commercial break, that would be greatly appreciated. We have today's guest, Mr. Jose Fleming, holding on the line. We are just waiting for Brother Leroy to connect in on the show, and we will be with you here in a moment. Please give us opportunity to go into a commercial break briefly and we'll be right back with you. Rafika Consultants and Services LLC is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites, For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet, now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, Okay, you guys, we're going to start the interview and give Brother Leroy an opportunity to call in at some point throughout the show. Uh, Mr. Fleming, are you uh, yes, are you sir. live on the line? Yes, I am. Hi, how are you doing this evening? Uh, I'm doing fine, brother. How are you doing? All right, can't complain. Just uh, patiently yes. waiting for Brother Leroy to come on to the line. I have attempted okay. to... Uh, connect with him, but if you would like to give the listening audience some background information on yourself, um, that would be greatly appreciated. Okay, well, I um, have been uh, in the natural product and alternative medicine industry 
for approximately 24, going on 25 years now. And I have been uh, self-studying in addition to that since age 11 and uh, have worked throughout the industry and, uh, you know, have been exposed and trained and educated on various modalities for uh, chronic to uh, systemic diseases. And, uh, you know, currently uh, writing another book, uh, as you uh, may have been informed, I'm the published or co-author, I'm sorry, co-author of the book Medicine that was published in 2005. Uh, We'll be uh, releasing or publishing another book, uh, the definitive uh, version of Medicine. And also to complement that would be the book Nutrisins, and uh, to help guide our people in the right path of taking care of themselves, you know. And uh, so pretty much now I, I am a, uh, a specialist in alternative medicine for cancer, heart disease. I have been trained in orthomolecular medicine, which is cellular medicine, uh, metabolic cardiology, which uh, addresses all forms of cardiovascular disease, and oncology nutrition, which uh, I have have currently have the one of the most successful cancer case studies dealing with end stage lung cancer and uh which will um that will be also published uh titled The Audacity to Heal and that will uh will definitely hit the uh the public market sometime around September. And uh but yeah, been in the industry for quite a while. I'm definitely an advocate of uh, universal law, and which is uh, you know something that needs to be addressed because we, as people, as black folks in this country, have uh, you know gotten totally disconnected with with nature, you know, with universal law, which is why we're probably among the sickest race in this country we call America. Brother Jose Fleming, would you go into before we get formally into the interview, how you and Dr. Scott Whitaker got involved in producing the book Medicine. How were you two brought together and uh, complimented regarding the production of that book? Well, I uh, became familiar uh, with uh, with Dr. Whitaker uh, maybe a year before I uh, actually published the book or we published the book. The book actually came to me in my dream in December of 2004, and uh, and basically woke up and thought it would have been a great idea to publish a book on the causes and solutions to disease and malnutrition and the medical sins that are currently killing the world. So I had um, embraced Dr. Uh, Scott Whitaker in uh, assisting me in, in publishing this book, which turned out to be an award-winning book. Uh, which turned out to be one of the few books that actually uh, covered certain, uh, I guess, uh, subject matters in uh, medicine. Uh, One of my best chapters of the book is the Department or the Bureau of Chemistry, which is no longer uh, active at this time because it was dismantled. Uh, The Bureau of Chemistry at the time, right around the 20s, just give you a short summary of that, was to protect the consumer. You couldn't have things like aspartame, NutraSweet, uh, sucralose, high fructose corn syrup, or genetically modified foods. 
So, uh, so you know, Dr. Scott uh, Whitaker and I, Scott, we we became uh, friends at the time and uh, and and collaborated and and uh, succeeded in publishing uh, the book. The the uh, you said one of the pride of your of the book is the Bureau of Chemistry that you explained to the to the public. Yes. Yeah, uh, the Bureau of Chemistry, uh, most people have never, even people that work for government, have never heard of the Bureau of Chemistry, which was headed by Dr. Harvey Wiley, who was, you know, kind of considered humanitarian. And he headed that department, and, you know, they even had what they called a poison squad. They would hire about 12 healthy men to uh, consume foods that would be introduced to the public's market uh, and just to see, they would eat these foods for a period of time to see if they would get sick, and if they, you know, if you know they were experiencing some type of adverse effect, uh, the food would not be approved. But that's not the case today. Uh, you know, the other favorite chapter in my book is uh, definitely fluoride, how America really got brainwashed, and that's one of the main crises we're 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 challenged with today is a fluoridated water system along with uh you know being it being used as a dental uh a dental supplement and which fluoride is every anybody that has studied fluoride knows that it is one of the uh main causes of cancer sure. uh and not to mention uh to uh it causes over time bone degeneration and not uh, not to mention that it makes you more docile because it compromises your capacity of freedom and thought. And this is why fluoride has been banned in every country around the world except the uh, United States of America. And uh, so we are, we are in a major, major crisis. Just walking down the street and just, you know, asking people, hey, have you ever, you know, considered using something alternative than fluoride? They're, they're pretty much, uh, you know, sleepwalking you know, uh, on that issue. You know, they never think about reading the back of the label, you know. And if you look on the on the back of the label, it says, you know, don't give to children under the age of six. If swallowed, call the poison center. So we, we've lost that, uh, that common sense. Moving fast forward to the present in terms of you know, the work that you've done since medicine, what are the things that you are seeing in your uh, naturopathy uh, craft or or service to the community, what are you seeing that black people need to know but don't know about in terms of ailments, in terms of causes, environment, et cetera? Well, one of the things that uh, our people in this country have been conditioned and shaped uh, by what I call television, not television, but television. And uh, this has taught us how, pretty much gave us the ideas we exercise, the way we live, which is a European, you know, uh, from a European worldview. You know, so we everything that we do is pretty much uh, shaped by that European worldview, not a African worldview. So we're in denial. So we, we we're in a a crisis of consciousness right now. We're not conscious of what we eat. We're not conscious of what we, how we behave, our lifestyle, 
uh, we're not we're not being mindful, and we also lost that connection with universal law. You know, so uh, denial, uh, ignorance, arrogance is the underlying cause of what we're challenged with today, as far as disease, as far as you know having our own economical structure, as far as having our own educational structure which, again, was shaped by a European worldview. So this is why we do the same thing that they do. We indulge in the standard American diet. We've lost our culture. We've lost uh, the natural way of eating. You know, So we've, we've, we've allowed ourselves to be programmed by this television over the years. We allow television to tell us what to do instead of having that alignment with, with the creator. So this is why we're dealing with uh, the challenges of cancer, uh, heart disease. Our young women are experiencing fibroids and endometriosis because of the exposure to toxic food. Uh, we, we're not even mindful of, of what we buy. We don't even read the labels, not realizing that most of the food uh, is made up from industrial chemicals, and most of the food comes from factories, not farms. You know, sure. so we're um, so we're you know like I said, so we're we're basically just uh, following the standard American lifestyle based on television, based on, you know, not being, uh, you know, not going outside the box. You know, we're so, followed with – go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so, so in terms of uh, females who are listening and they hear this about fibroids and, and they can relate to it in the audience, either they or their friends or are victims of that, what – is it that they are picking up and putting into their mouths that would lead, from your experience, to the growth of fibroids over and over again? And uh, just just lay that out for me. Because someone hears it and they say, well, look, you know, well, fibroids is natural. Yeah, and and, and unfortunately... It looks like, you know, uh, it appears that women just uh, take it as a part of, of, of their lifestyle or their growth pattern, unfortunately, but fibroids are proliferated through the connection uh, or the contact with plastic, number one, uh, because it carries the bisphenol A along with other chemicals, petrochemicals, that create what they call exogenous estrogens within the body. These are synthetic estrogens that uh, create blood stagnation, create blood stasis, and create hormone imbalance. And we, we consume our food through plastic, some form of plastic, every single day. So, therefore, the estrogen levels through the roof, you know, and uh, a sister comes on a cycle and she's in pain and uh, in her teens and going into her 20s, and then sooner or later, sooner or later uh, the fibroids manifest into a softball-sized benign tumor. And so the only option um, uh, that doctors give her, because it is a cash cow for the OBGYNs and the surgery surgeons and the industry, is to have a hysterectomy. Mm. So they they end up getting a partial or whole hysterectomy. Uh, as a matter of fact, 75% of the hysterectomies, are, or maybe even more, are definitely unnecessary because mm. they, uh, through lifestyle modification, uh, diet, dietary modification, exercise, and detoxification uh, will eradicate the fibroids. But again, because we're in such an unconscious state, we're in such a fast-paced society, 
we think that's the norm. You know, when women think that's the norm that they have when they come on their cycle, that they, they go through this inflammatory phase during that time. Whereas you, if you go to the Philippines, I mean, I, I remember I was in the Philippines a, a long time ago, and uh, one Asian sister asked me, she said, why do women have PMS? Why do they cramp? She said, we don't, we don't cramp. We just, you know, it's just a natural flow. Because they, they, the food that they eat is in harmony with the physiology. They cook with the herbs, they eat, uh, eat the herbs, or uh, consume certain teas that cool the blood. And our women don't have any, any clue to how to manage their hormone system, you know, which is very, very important uh, through diet and, and reducing the stress factors. So, you know, when you get this high level of cortisol from stress and things like that, your thyroid is imbalanced. So no one has really educated our people on, uh, or the mass of people on, you know, what goes on with a woman's body, why she's dealing with this, this crisis, having a five- to ten-day cycle, and she's in pain and things like that, and she's irritated, because that's a hormone imbalance due to poor diet, you know, uh, lack of exercise. And, uh, and again, the OBGYNs are, uh, I would say the doctors are not stupid, so I used to say, you know, I say, oh, the, the way they practice medicine is stupid. They're not stupid. You have to have a pretty much a, a rather high IQ to to uh, achieve a degree in medicine. They're just mm-hmm. ignorant. They're very, very ignorant to the natural harmony of the human physiology. They've lost they they they've lost the connection with universal law. They they take a more a more of a mechanical approach, which brings the industry profit, because if they t- have taken uh, a more uh, direct biological approach, uh, the industry would not make as much money. There would not be uh, the need for surgery because women would be educated, and women should be educated by the OBGYNs about fibroids, about PMS, you know. Mm. But, again, uh, it's just like a cancer patient. Cancer patient goes through chemo or radiation. They get back out to the lobby, and guess what they see? They see cookies and candy, you know. Mm. So um, so we're dealing with a very sophisticated but ignorant society, and the masses just follow suit, you know. They just okay. don't, uh, they don't know any better. Okay, so fibroids is one, the proliferation of fibroids in younger and younger women. What else are you seeing that black folks need to know about their not conscious of? Uh, well, definitely uh, in addition to the plastics, uh, genetically modified foods, uh, or uh, you know, foods that contain genetically modified organisms, uh, corn. Uh, we again, we bought into the idea through television that uh, vegetable oil was good for us, that margarine was good for us. So you know, we start consuming these things. We start consuming canola oil and things like that. Next thing you know, we have you know we have plaque in our arteries, and we uh, we compromise our kidney function. You know, because we're indulging in these toxic foods. And, again, we're not in harmony with nature because if we were in harmony with universal law and nature, we would know by instinct, hey, we need to detoxify, we need to refrain from consuming these foods. Or consume, or con- the nail polish, the nail polish, the shampoos, you're talking about uh, sodium lauryl sulfate, uh, petrochemicals and things like that, that women, our women are dumping into their system through their hair, through their nails, through their makeup, lead, all these different – you know, there's no regulation in in America, in this country, on cosmetics. You can pretty much uh, have a chemist, chemist 
and throw any type of industrial chemical and make it, you know, uh, presentable for makeup or for shampoo. And that, and, and the fact of the matter is, this is one of the ways that they eliminate toxic waste. Wait a minute, you know, wait a minute, so, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here we have in New York and probably in other parts of the country certain laws about getting rid of lead paint in the home. And lead paint poisoning suits are common where the paint has not been removed from apartments and the paint chipping and it leads to uh, problems with the younger children in the home. What you bring to mind is that based on the fingernail polish that mothers, the mothers are going to get fingernail fingernails done in the parlors, and they have their little girls' fingernails done. Or, or you is there is I mean, am I making a right correlation? In yes, you are. Of, uh, it's all, it's all over. In the uh, in the urban area among our women, we're not uh, our women are not mindful that they're putting chemicals and they're they're creating extreme toxicity among their children with lead. When you're getting a treatment from, you know, uh, a nail salon, have do you know? Do you have you know? We don't. This, our system don't have the common sense. What type of ingredients are you using? What's what's the base of that nail polish or that nail polish remover? Uh, or any type of solution, you know, and these contain harsh chemicals. These chemicals are are carcinogens. They're cancer causing. They definitely throw the whole the hormone system completely out of balance. And not to mention, there are traces of lead in lipstick in, in the lipstick that's sold in America on the commercial market. And uh, you know, so again, you we we go to the hair salon and things like that. We have these sulfur chemicals. Uh, petrochemicals that just, you know, clog our system, you know, they pollute our system so bad that, again, every, it's almost, right now it's predicted every other woman in the next five years will have cancer sometime in their lifetime. Hmm. Okay. Men men also will have some type of, will have prostate cancer or, you know, uh, liver cancer, kidney cancer, sometime in their lifetime, because we are allowing ourselves to be uh, to to consume uh, food and and products and textiles that we have no clue about. What's you know? So uh, it's the exposure, the over overexposure to toxicity. Hmm. Okay. Uh, moving down the list, what else is out there that we don't know? And need to know. Well, we need to get back more in harmony with nature. Uh, we need to get into a system of oneness, where we, uh, you know, we involve, you know, the mind, body, and spirit, the three treasures, in maintaining balance. We're we're definitely overstimulated people by music, by sex, and uh, we don't have a balance. You know, we are we are way to the extreme. You know, and, and, you know, everybody is, again, if you, you know, people wake up in the morning, they don't meditate. They don't uh, worship the creator in some form, whoever that may be in your life. Uh, You know, we have, we are, we, uh, Amos Wilson (laughs) made a a comment or uh, he called it uh, somambulistic, uh, people that are sleepwalking. You know, they have an ambulatory function 
they go out and function every day. They go to work from the nine to five, but they are walking dead. They have a very uh, the conscience is deceased. Mm. You know, so we're not uh, we 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 are we are quick to run and make a fast dollar for the people, the same people that enslaved us, but we don't want to get back into the system of oneness. The thing that the thing the very thing that creates us, the very thing that provides us with health and longevity and a clean spirit. You know, but again, we we're not mindful of the things that are brought to us. You know, it's like say in the healthcare system, that's the same system that enslaved us. Okay, and so how can we entrust the system that provides us with, with food, with education? Uh, you know, and this is the very same system that had that had was responsible for the for the slave trade. Mm. You know? mm. and so we're looking at too, we're looking at too many things from a European worldview. It's you know not to jump off the subject, but a lot of cancers that we're getting, a lot of disease that we're getting are European diseases. I mean, Caucasians. Uh, uh, basically, these are diseases that have manifest through Caucasians. Now, black folks are getting these diseases. Hmm. Well, we're gonna you know. get we're gonna get you to expand on that after we hear some messages from sponsors who support the Keys 107 Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Communicators. I'm your host, Brother Leroy. Thankful to the Most High for blessing us to be with you and you to be with us, sharing information in a classroom setting. You have the opportunity of calling in after the announcements. Two one three. Nine four three three six one eight two one three nine four three three six one eight. Hit one on your telephone keypad, and that lets our engineer know that you have a question. Two one three nine four three three six one eight, and we'll be right back after these announcements, Brother Jose Fleming. Dr. Jose Fleming, co-author of Medicine, an upcoming author of a number of other books of importance to our health. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet, now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, Well, as jewelry and accessories, Moon 107, fashions and gifts that 
now back to the communicators with your host, Brother Leroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're black up in here and on the communicators coming to you over Blog Talk Radio. And the network is the Keys 107 Network. We always advise you to check out the Keys 107 Network lineup of hosts. You'll find that there are other classrooms that you can take part in, gain knowledge, wisdom, and some understanding. Our guest today on the communicators is Brother Jose Fleming, Dr. Jose Fleming, a naturopath. He is based in St. Louis, Missouri. He's very accommodating to allow us to interview him. Brother uh, Jose Fleming, before we go on, how can people connect with you? How can people access your book, et cetera? Okay, they can reach, uh, call the toll-free number at 888-453-5526. That's 888-453-5526. Okay, very good. That's for the book. And the oh, book uh, I'm book. sorry, Brother Leroy. They can also uh, address me uh, through the e- through, via email as well. All health concerns at gmail dot com. Just the way it sounds. All health concerns at gmail dot com. Okay. And just before the break, we were hearing you say that black people are coming up with cancers that were formerly found primarily in Caucasians. What's going on? Well, apparently, it's uh, you know with uh, the same thing that you know they're indulging in, we're indulging in. Uh, you know, mentally, physically, environmentally, and so our genetic structure uh, has become so compromised. You know, we were we are technically a strong people, but for example, multiple myeloma, which is uh, cancer of the bone marrow, and uh, and metastasizes or, or proliferates through the bone structure. Uh, you know, these were cancers that were not common among uh, among black people. You know, uh, there are other other black cancers, leukemias. Uh, you know, these are are, are are diseases, even Parkinson's disease. You know, Alzheimer's and things like that. Other forms of degenerative uh, autoimmune disease, multiple sclerosis. These are Caucasian diseases. You know, uh, the Creator has had equipped us with a very profound immune system and a immune response, but because this is the the curse that we uh, have taken on from the disobedient, from our disobedience, uh, you know, not being connected with universal mm. law and mm. nature, uh, indulging in McDonald's, indulging in or you know uh, fast food. I should say, but but fast food restaurants uh, indulging in white flour, white sugar, uh, you know, on a daily basis, you know, uh, you know, smoking, uh, again, being oversexed or overstimulated by, uh, you know, a artificial stimuli, you know, through television, you know, so we've taken on these uh, uh, synthetic lifestyles. You know that uh, you know, and I, and we're paying, and we're seeing it. We're paying the price. You know, hmm. uh, vaccine vaccine shots. We're we're falling right in line. You know, because the doctor says so. You know uh, that we should do it because we see it on television. You know, everybody's talking about shingles now. There's all of a sudden everybody should all of a sudden get a get a, a shingles vaccine shot hmm. Hmm. without 
us going back to the creator and meditating mm-hmm. and going to the creator for advice and following our intuition about life and health. You know, that's mm-hmm. what's, hap- what's happening to us and because we, we follow, we follow right into that, that uh, European worldview and, uh, mm-hmm. and we're experiencing uh, a, great, a great price. We're paying a great price uh, for that disobedience. Let me ask you uh, some questions based on, and having been in corporate America for a minute, I was at lunch with a sister and non-black clients, and the non-black clients ordered tuna, and they wanted it seared. And the sister, she was expecting, and she ordered tuna and said she wanted seared. I'm looking, I'm saying, dag. Um, but, so deal with that situation and deal with what what another another brother coworker and he he just loved sushi and he told me he, I was missing out on sushi. Now Leroy, Leroy is ignorant. Leroy is ignorant. I said, well, look. I said, I said, you know why the Japanese drink sake behind the sushi? He said, why? I said to kill the worms. He laughed mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But this is Leroy wow. now. I'm, I'm dummy Leroy. So tell me, tell me, uh, don't worry about my ego. If I'm wrong on tuna seared, if I'm wrong on sushi and sake, explain what's good or what ain't so good about that kind of meal. Well, first of all, you're taking on, you're exactly right. You're, 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 you're potentially taking on, the risk of, of of consuming parasites, and uh, and though you know that particular culture, people are accustomed to that type of food consumption, along with drinking the sake, along with uh, taking the wasabi with that, or the ginger uh, to uh, to uh, uh, enhance the process or the metabolism of that particular meal. But we again, we tend to to follow trends without being mindful. Where is that tuna coming from? Does it have mercury? Uh, mm. You know, what's in that sushi? And, and looking at taking, if we're going to indulge in these things, take the extra precaution. Like I said, they drink the sake for that purpose, to kill the worms. They drink, they consume the wasabi to kill the parasites, you mm. know. So uh, we need to be mindful, but we tend to be a people. We used to be the leaders, and now we're the followers of various trends. We used to be the trendsetter, you know. Now we're following the European trends. Just because you're in line, you know, and, oh, yeah, I'm going to have that too. We don't want to process thought. We don't want to calculate what is satisfying to our appetite at that moment. We're just following the leader or, what you know, the person that, uh, and, and you want to be a part of or, or feel validated because you're, you're going to consume the same thing that that non-white person had consumed Without analyzing, hey, this is not, this doesn't uh, is not in harmony with my digestive system, or not in harmony with my blood type, or you know, just not in harmony with my physical makeup, you know. So we uh, we need to be mindful uh, when we make that call on what we consume, and that that applies to anything in life. Now I'm going back to canola oil, which is on the shelves in every supermarket. And in some bodegas, you talked about plaque in the system, in the arteries, in the veins, and you talked about 
kidney being compromised, you mention those right after you mention canola oil. Break down to us what the breakdown is of canola oil. Okay, well, canola oil basically means Canadian oil, and it's derived from the rapeseed, uh, which is a, a weed that grows in Canada. And, uh, and just like soy, uh, the rapeseed grows in abundance and it's easy to process and extract oil and, uh, and basically comes along with a major profit. Um, you know, so, but it does compromise uh, various uh, systems within the body because it, it contains a chemical structure uh, that does not you know, work in harmony with everybody. But, again, when you talk about capitalism, you you know you promote this oil that is is conducive for everyone. So we we tend to generalize these types of foods and additives and oils and things like that. So next thing you know, you have the masses of people going to the grocery store again because they've seen it on television. Okay, mm. and, and and television has shaped their mind into buying this canola oil, not realizing the constituents of the canola oil was or the rapeseed was used to make mustard gas. Uh, that was used in, you know, Vietnam War or other wars. Whoa, so wait, wait a minute. Go back to this mustard gas. What? Yeah. Well, the, the, basically, the uh, there are constituents or chemical constituents that come, that are used from the rapeseed to uh, to is a is a component in in creating the mustard gas. Okay. Mm. Uh, so. Again, but again, most people won't know that until you actually understand the history or research the history of the rape seed itself. You know, and you wonder why they call it the rape seed. You know, uh, spell, you know spell that spell that seed. R A P E S E E D. The rape the rape seed. Yeah. You know, so uh, again, so we we were taking on this canola oil, and if you know, there's a lot of restaurants now that are serving canola oil because, you know, again, it was promoted to be a uh, a conducive oil or or, or oil that complements the food or complements your health, which was a lie. The same with vegetable oil or maize is like corn oil. Corn oil has been all too well known to proliferate cancer, you know. So, again, we but we, you know, first of all, you talk about vegetable oil, and I, and I, and I, I mentioned this a lot of times about, Okay, vegetable oil. I could see if it was oil from the nuts, from the almonds, from the cashew, from the grapeseed, uh, but vegetables from broccoli, I mean, uh, oil from broccoli, uh, oil from cauliflower, oil from peppers, uh, I don't think so. But we bought into that, you know. So they put the picture of the corn because corn is not a vegetable. People think corn is a vegetable. It's a grain. You know, just like people have the misconception of tomatoes. They think tomatoes is a vegetable. Tomatoes is a fruit. It should not be eaten with the salad. It should be eaten separate. You know, but we but we overindulge uh, in the wrong types of foods, the wrong types of combination of foods. We shouldn't eat fruit salads. We shouldn't be drinking cold water with our food. This is why the masses of people have everything from constipation to Crohn's disease to acid reflux to irritable bowel syndrome because we we eat the food, then we want to gulp it down with a cold glass of water or Pepsi or whatever, uh, some type of ice-cold beverage that throws off 
the function of the spleen, which governs the whole digestive system, which Western doctors still don't really understand. Hmm. Telephone number 213-943-3618. Ladies and gentlemen in the audience, you have an opportunity to ask a question of Dr. Jose Fleming. He's the co-author of Medicine, M-E-D-I-S-I-N, Medicine, and it's a great book. He'll give you the information on how you can get this book. It's a reference book, actually, and one of the chapters in this book relates to the feminization of boys, a very interesting aspect of the diet of young boys and young girls is what that can throw their their hormone system off balance well first and foremost definitely plastic okay you uh we once we put our mouth and connect with that plastic, our bodies take in immediately exogenous estrogens uh, and the BPA, the bisphenol A, uh, and not to mention uh, the children that uh, unfortunately uh, fed the uh, the soy-based formulas along with the plastic is like giving a child birth control pills. You know, because what you're doing, you're accelerating. Uh, the intake of estrogen in a young boy's, growing boy's body and a girl's body. So this is why our young women are experiencing their cycles as early as nine years old. Their their breasts are accelerating, you know, in development uh, at a very young age. And matter of fact, the earlier a girl or a young girl comes in her cycle, the earlier, the greater the risk for cancer. Because she's developed too rapidly through the exposure of plastic, and not to mention, as we mentioned before, about the fingernail polish, the chemicals permeate and it elevates the estrogen level in the body, uh, along with the shampoos, commercialized shampoos they use that also, uh, you know, uh, create exogenous estrogens because they are estrogen-containing chemicals. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're again, we're just we're overexposed to all these synthetic estrogens out there, and not to mention they're spraying estrogen in the air through chemtrails, you know. So this is why, you know, we, we're experiencing more feminine males at a young age. Sure. And it is definitely, matter of fact, uh, I think we mentioned this a long time ago, there was an article that came out in 2004 by a scientist Titled "Boys Will Become Girls." Whoa! Yeah, two thousand four article, and he showed uh, various illustrations of of, of uh, marine life, of uh, even in the salmon. There was the salmon. There was more females uh, being, uh, you know, uh, developed, or and 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 uh and basically through the streams they discovered a large amount of, of female salmon as opposed to a balance of male and female. Uh you know, there were you know, from frogs and things like that, they're showing that feminine uh biological makeup, you know, because of the plastic that's being dumped in the streams in the water. So yeah, plastic uh is the the monster the one of the largest monsters we're dealing with right now. In the in uh, in the food world and the environmental world, and it all started right around 1971 when 
uh, Coca-Cola decides, uh, decided that, hey, we're not going to use glass. We're going to save money on shipping and save money on production. Uh, because now we're going to call Monsanto, and they're going to produce a plastic bottle for us. So Pepsi follows suit and say, okay, well, we're going to hire Amico Chemical Company to do the same thing. So what you're doing is bad enough when you have water, and you know how water extracts chemicals, uh, whatever, is, whatever is containing it, not to, uh, when you have a phosphoric acid that's coming from a soda beverage that's eating away more chemicals, you're taking in uh, an enormous amount of synthetic estrogens within the body through the plastic and slash or, or bisphenol A, you know, so that's, that, you know, so it's, we're, we're gumming up chemicals. And, and not to mention, as quiet as kept, when we have these, uh, this overconsumption of plastic or consume foods through plastic, uh, you know, these receptor sites in our body are uh, these what they call, I mean, immaculate receptor sites are damaged. And so we, uh, our immune system becomes compromised. We're not able to excrete uh, chemicals through our elim- uh, uh, elimination system, uh, through the kidney liver system because it's so clogged up. But plastic is the underlying cause of this. Uh, along with other petrochemicals and aerosol sprays and things like that. Hmm. Uh, give give you give your your contact information before we conclude our conversation this evening, brother Jose Fleming. Uh, yes. Uh, again, the uh, email is allhealthconcerns at gmail dot com, and the toll free number is eight 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 four five three five five two six and uh and definitely be uh more than uh, glad to answer any questions or any uh or to address any help someone address any health challenges that are out there because we have many that we're dealing with you know we have more disease uh that are challenging our people than ever in the history of existence you know i mean strange i mean everything from skin disorders now you're seeing people with uh children with eczema psoriasis, you know. I mean, we were a very beautiful people back in the day, but because we allow ourselves uh, to follow the path of the European mindset and follow the path of the uh, of commercialization, again, we look at television slash television and we allow them to tell us what to eat, what to consume, just like Wonder Bread used to advertise. Oh, Wonder Bread, buy the, you know, they're closed now, uh, but by the body, I mean, it builds the body 12 ways. Yeah, okay? yeah. How can white flour, white flour build the body in any way? Okay? Right. It can't. It compromises the immune system, just like white, white sugar. Uh, or sugar in general commercially compromises the immune system. Uh, it, they, the scientists have, uh, have proven that sugar is the underlying cause of cancer, heart disease, and diabetes. Uh, MG. Brother, Brother mm-hmm. Fleming... Uh, before we conclude, share with us some victories that you have experienced in the last six months, victories being tough cases either that you had long-term or were brought to you as a last resort. You've been able to turn them around. Well, I definitely have to mention my very first cancer case study, which was in 2000, and uh, a gentleman 
uh, was referred to me at that time who had a end stage lung cancer, late stage going to stage four uh, lung cancer, and he was given six months to a year to live with chemo and radiation. Uh, he started my protocol two weeks prior to taking on the conventional treatment. Within one year, the cancer there was no evidence of cancer, and he's going on 14 years cancer-free. Uh, and being cured, he was classified as cured in 2006. And the oncologists, and we documented this, the oncologists considered him a miracle patient because they have never seen anyone in their 30 years of practice survive lung cancer. Uh, everyone that has came to me this year, uh, you know, within the last six months, have been into remission from breast cancer to kidney cancer. Matter of fact, the gentleman had bladder cancer uh, last October followed the complementary nutritional protocol uh, to my specifications along with, uh, you know, a slight conventional therapy, he's cured. He's, he's been considered cured. So I don't. I still advocate people to continue a, uh, a, a serious lifestyle of nutrition, quality nutrition. Uh, but, yeah, we, uh, we've had, I've had people with, you know, psoriasis and asthma uh, that, you know, following a natural protocol, uh, the condition is eradicated. Diabetes. Uh, within, you know, most people that come through me that have diabetes, uh, the condition is eradicated within 60 days. You know, so uh, so basically, it, it's it's giving the body what it needs. Basically, in the right form. Though everybody is different, uh, I don't use the same protocol for everyone because everybody has a different lifestyle. They have a different stress factor. They have a different blood type, which is also significant. And, uh, you know, I mean, and this is why the name, of my, my, the name of my company is All Health Concerns because I have successfully addressed literally all health concerns, you know, from autoimmune disease to various types of cancers, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, even mental uh, disorders like, you know, uh, depression, you know. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the modalities are, are there, you know. We just have okay. to get back into the harmony of nature. Okay, uh, I want to check with our engineer. Do we have a call on the line? Yes, we have a caller as well as I have a question. Uh, before we bring the caller in for Mr. Fleming, um, you mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast that you started studying this at the early age of 11 years old and that you were self-taught. Is there any way you could go further into that before I uh, bring the caller in with the question on the line? Oh yeah, I uh, my grandmother who was who had always grown herbs and had a garden. The very first book she shared with me at eleven uh, was the Back to Eden book, which was written by Jethro Kloss, uh, who unfortunately died, who uh, surprisingly died of a heart attack on the Ed Sullivan show. Or oh, not the Ed, um, excuse me, the Dick Cavett show, not the Ed Sullivan show. Uh, but a very profound book, still one of the most profound books of you know today on just the fundamentals of using herbs and home remedies. The second book was uh, that I read. I was thirteen. Well, actually, before I was thirteen, was How to Eat to Live uh, by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and also uh, you know Dick Gregory's famous book uh, on uh, you know cooking with Mother Nature. So those three books intrigued me to the point when I had gotten old enough, you know, I started going to the health food store. 
and, uh, and and reading books and things like that. So I was always intrigued by that. And then, uh, you know, after I got my undergrad, I decided to go to school and uh, in, for, in, and take on traditional Chinese medicine, which I attended the International College of Traditional Chinese Medicine out west in Albuquerque. And, uh, and that's when I became uh, immensely intrigued by the, uh, the, the history of Oriental medicine, uh, and which they, of course, it, which stems from ancient African medicine. But, uh, yeah, you know, you just can't compare uh, 35, over 3,500 years to less than 200 years of medical science. So, yeah. Okay, uh, okay we have a call on the line. Yes, caller, your mic is live. Hi, doctor. Um, thank you, Anthony. I have a question. I've been listening to the information you've been imparting, and it's just, wow, it's really helpful. And um, the question I have, it's regarding bottled water. Um, you know, bottled water is big business, but um, kind of in terms of sustainability, you know, bottled water is mm -hmm. a dry well. So I'm just wondering what you think. Is it healthy? Is it is water just water because people are spending tons of money on this? Um, what is what is your position on bottled water? Well, bottled water uh, again uh, is is a very complex subject matter, uh, but it doesn't have to be. Okay, and the reason I say that there's we're overwhelmed with various brands with the pH level, with you know the emphasis on purity where it's from, you know, there's a lot of pros and cons out there. Uh, and and most, unfortunately, most of the bottled water out there is coming from just tap water, okay? Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's not coming from authentic or genuine spring water. Now, there is water out there uh, that is very clean water. Uh, some of that water is imported from the, uh, you know, from the deep oceans of, like, say, maybe the Netherlands or whatever, or Sweden, uh, where they have, you know, a lot of clean water, spring water. And uh, we have to be very, very mindful of the brand, not just because, again, we, we are victimized by what we call television slash television, you know. And so we follow those trends instead of conducting our own research. Where is this bottle of water from? We're better off using, uh, getting a system, if we can afford it within our home, just to use reverse osmosis water, uh, but up until then, we need to be mindful of the plastic. All plastic, unless it is a what we call a bio bottle that is derived only from plants, uh, which there's only one or two companies that have patented a particular type of plastic that is BPA-free. Uh, but the rest of the water, if it's in plastic, it's very dangerous. Okay, now... Mind you, there are some waters, there's different grades of plastic, but plastic is plastic. You're going to get some exogenous estrogens from that. So you just want to be mindful and, and get a water, a really good quality water filter. You know, I mean, and, and unfortunately right. we, live, we live in a society that uh, in a lot of the states in this country fluoridate water. Only 5% of the world's population is artificially fluoridated, okay? But 98% of Europe has either banned or removed fluoride due to the no of the health complications that it causes. It's been banned in Germany. It's been banned in France. It's been banned in Japan, Switzerland, Finland, Austria, 
all over except for this country. Why? Is because they want the master people to stay in a docile state. They want people to continue to sleepwalk. And fluoride, this is why you see fluoride, what they call uh, baby water now. Let me me ask you this question quickly because I know the show is coming to a close. To what Mm -hmm. degree does the um, FDA have oversight? Now, I know it sort of kicks in if the water crosses over the state lines. I don't know how much of the water comes across the state line, but, you know, if it doesn't, I guess it makes it exempt from FDA oversight. Is that true? Well, you know, I mean, you talk about the EPA and the FDA, they're all, they're they're joint to the hip. So one hand washes the other. We're dealing with a system of what what, what we call corporatocracy. And corporatocracy, whatever, like Pallenberg, you know, know, most people that have done research heard of Pallenberg, you know, uh, with uh, our former ex-vice president was the head of. You know, and uh, so Hallenberg was responsible for poisoning millions of people, you know, with the fractioning of the land. And if you're not familiar with fraction, with fractionized water or, or fraction, uh, uh, what they were doing is going deep into the earth to get gas, natural gas, and it required a tremendous amount of water to create that pressure to bring that gas up, that natural gas up. Uh, so a lot of people were drinking this water, were getting cancer, okay? And, and Hallenberg, I mean, these are one of the big corporations responsible for this uh, fraction, you know, this, this, uh, this type of uh, technology that's used but is harming the people. So we've got to be real mindful with that, with, with who's protecting us, you know, because they're really not protecting us. They, you know, they are, it is the investors uh, that control and manipulate their policies. It's corporatocracy. So we can't trust any system, to be honest with you. We have to develop our own intuition. We have to look, on a, look at it on a multidimensional level and protect ourselves and find out what is best for us. Okay. All right, Brother Dr. Jose Fleming, the contact information again. Uh, 888-453-5526, and allhealthconcerns at gmail.com. And uh, you mentioned, you you alluded to, but you didn't mention specifically the vitamin intake. Uh, You recommend uh, vegetable-based or food-based vitamins. Explain that before we go off. Oh, certainly. Uh, we want, uh, you know, there are food-based vitamins and there are, uh, you know, food state vitamins. The difference between the two, you have some vitamins out there that, that are uh, derived from plants or they may incorporate a, uh, like spirulina or a superfood in there. You have other companies that I carry, for example, in a response that has the actual food state. And it take, you know, it's, it's a high-tech process where they can take just enough moisture uh, to incorporate in that supplement to make it very, very valuable. So even to the point you don't even have to consume it with food. You can just take water. So there are uh, – so because the fact of the matter is 98% of the vitamins that are consumed in this country are made up of synthetic rocks. Mm. Okay. So you have, uh, you, know, have, you have non-food vitamins and minerals, and you have food-based vitamins and minerals. You know, and, uh, and there's – so we have – even when we go to the health food store, we just have to be mindful 
of the brand that we're buying. And uh, and before we uh, uh, leave, I definitely want to mention, uh, I don't want to discourage people about not drinking water. We have to drink eight glasses of water a day. You know, and I'm, you know, I drink on average of maybe six a day. I'm trying to get back up to eight glasses a day, but we have to do that. It is an essential water, isn't it? The most essential nutrient to life. It helps carry uh, the nutrients to the cells. That's the only way that you're going to get the nutrients to the cells. It also helps transport the waste through the kidney and the lungs for excretion. It helps carry hormones and disease-fighting cells through the bloodstream. It assists, it assists also, and it's very important for regulating body temperature, uh, lubricating the tissues and the joints. So we have to have water, and not to mention enhancing our elimination from our colon. If we don't get enough water, we're going to get a fragment of the waste matter or the bulk matter we consume because the fact of the matter is most people in this country don't consume food. They consume bulk matter. That is it. It is not actual food that we're consuming today unless you are getting actual organic food. Uh, and I know this is another show, but, you know, even when we consume fruits and vegetables today, you're taking on very toxinous chemicals, uh, toxic chemicals. I mean, in the, you know, uh, pesticides, insecticides, herbicides, you can't just wash it off. Right. Yeah. You know, so you have to have, or you have, we have to go organic. And if it comes down to the point of, I'd rather eat one good organic meal a day than three toxic, you know, toxic foods. I mean, fast foods or whatever. I'd rather have that more, that more simplistic, wholesome meal and drink water throughout the day than to eat three times a day of things that contain high fructose corn syrup, MSG, which is monosodium glutamate, uh, things that's going to proliferate disease. Okay, uh, I just want to be clear. Food-based vitamins, and then you said the, the ones that you carry is food what? Food state. You know, you have food-based and you have food state. And, S-T-A-T-E. Uh, S-T-A-T-E. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, so, you know, it's just like we, we don't have an understand. It's like uh, the number one vitamin in the world, vitamin C, is uh, vitamin C as ascorbic acid. That's not a true vitamin C, though it is conducive to the human physiology. But uh, if you take too much ascorbic acid, for example, it can cause RNA and DNA damage. You want a food state vitamin C. Now, ascorbic acid is very effective in, in chelating uh, plaque out of the arteries is also conducive for tissue repair, also uh, useful for common cold, but it is not a true vitamin C. The molecular sure. structure is only one component, just like ester C is only one component. Uh, it's not a broad-spectrum vitamin C, so we want the broad-spectrum vitamin. Okay? Uh, this is why iron does not work, even though children and women uh, need iron. You know, that's one of the, that, as a matter of fact, has been shown to be one the number one deficiency uh, among women and children is iron, but people are scared to take iron because it makes them constipated. So you want a broad-spectrum iron, you know, a food-state iron, whether it be molasses, whether it be kale, a dark yeah. leaf green. We want that food-state uh, food uh, iron. Another important thing I highly recommend for everyone is to take magnesium. Magnesium uh, basically nurtures the entire physiology, which improves the metabolism, which supports the cardiovascular function in the broader spectrum. Uh, you know, prevents heart attack and stroke or reduces the risk of heart attack and stroke. 
but most, almost 80 people, 80 percent of the people in the country are magnesium deficient. Okay, and what 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 are the food sources for magnesium? Uh, magnesium gets some kale, uh, some nuts. Uh, but if you, uh, you know, if you if you have a few dollars, uh, it would be ideal to have uh, like magnesium oxide or magnesium citrate, or even a combination of magnesium oxide and citrate and malate, because there's different constituents or, or types of magnesium. But uh, you can also get magnesium, of course, from again a food state mineral supplement. Okay, you know, so, uh, yeah. this week, this week, brother Fleming, a lot of folks. We're into eating barbecue pork. That's, that's, that was good for them, right? Not at, not at all. Number one, it's bar. It's, no, actually, I know we all like a little barbecue every now and then. I like a barbecue beef, a grass-fed beef burger every once in a while. But, again, be mindful of the charcoal and the lighter fluid, those chemicals. They are uh, cancer-causing chemicals. So, you know, unless you get a, a quality fire uh, wood along with, matter of fact, they used to have a very flammable uh, solution that was made from peanuts uh, that was very good. And I don't know if it's still out on the market, but it was, you know, very flammable and uh, contained, uh, you know, less toxicity. But pork, again, we know the story about pork. It contains the tre- trechinosis worm. Uh, that after so long we consume this pork, this this worm uh, infiltrates our cell at a cellular level and goes in very very deep into our skeletal system. So it's not just arthritis that people are dealing with. It's it's, it's those micro uh, those worms that have that have went to a micro level that are causing or contributing to that inflammation. So no, so pork is uh, definitely off the roster of quality food. Uh, we have this last caller. Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Jose Fleming. Actually, it's a question that someone from the computer um, submitted, Brother Leroy, and, and it's two questions. I'll ask them quickly. One is uh, about a about sexually transmitted diseases. One in particular that they're asking about is, one, is, is called... Um, I can't pronounce the name of it, but I'm sure you guys will be familiar with it. It's abbreviated HPV. Okay. They're they're asking, you know, this is a very mysterious sexually transmitted disease, and and they're asking if there are any cure um, naturally from it. And as well, they're asking about um, marijuana usage, What, what advantages or disadvantages that may have. To um to human beings. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, well, the first uh, uh, the answer to the first question, the HPV, the Hepaloma virus. It is a virus uh, that can be dominated by a strong immune response. There are a lot of young girls out there, particularly teens, that are uh, that are having premature sexual activity, are at a great risk. The younger you are. Uh, being exposed or participating or indulging in sexual encounters, you are at a greater risk of uh, of acquiring that HPV, the hepalomavirus. This is why it's it's, uh, it's promoted to receive a vaccine shot. Though I'm not an advocate whatsoever of any vaccine shot, but 
it is, again, a virus, and if you understand the nature of a virus, it is a protein element that can be destroyed with a, the, the, appro- the appropriate protocol. Uh, matter of fact, I have a, uh, a very effective protocol for the HPV exposure, and uh, it, you know, it's an internal and external uh, or vaginal uh, application uh, that can be used over time that can eradicate the condition. Uh, so you do not need a uh, need a vaccine shot. But again, we need to get back into a more spiritual state of existence uh, where we're not our children or young people are not indulging in in sexual activity on a casual basis because you are putting yourself at great risk. And 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 needless to say, all sexually transmitted disease diseases derive from animals. What? From what? Syphilis. All what? sexually transmitted. <laughs> All sexually transmitted diseases are animal diseases. They were never human diseases. It was only the uh, the exposure or the uh, the people that were living, or the non-white people that were indulging in sexual activity with animals that naturally carried these diseases that they had taken on. These uh, the, the gonorrhea, the syphilis, the chlamydia, and things like that. Uh, you know, all these are, are non-gynecological microbes or whatever and pathogens, those came from animals. And, and this is what separates us from animals. They naturally live with disease. It's just like anything. It's like chickens. Chickens carry a chicken carcinoma virus. Cat, uh, cats carry a feline leukemia. You know, uh, dogs carry a, a, a cancer gene and things like that. So they all carry these different types of uh, genetic mutations that this is why they only live so long, you know, because this is in their DNA. But when man has indulged in these with these animals in Europe, you know, or on the ships or whatever, oh, well, they've taken on these diseases, and unfortunately it has, uh, I guess, kind of sort of jumped species into the human gene or made us much more vulnerable to all these sexually transmitted uh, diseases now. Whoa, but, okay. I, yeah. I, 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 uh, okay. Um, so but in answer to the brothers... Uh, the marijuana. Marijuana. Yeah, marijuana. Uh, yeah, marijuana's, uh, you know, can be uh, conducive for pain management, but keep in mind, I tell people that, that do indulge on a regular basis, they can or it has been shown to compromise the T helper, cell, T helper cell production. So it can lower your immune system over time, but, again, that's not solid. You know, that is theory. Uh, you know, that there's still some research done on marijuana, uh, but it's, uh, it's been, has been shared with me when I was in Austria that it, it has been shown to compromise the immune response through overindulgence. Now, I don't know if that's once a week, twice a week, or whatever, but, uh, but is, you know, it's conducive for relaxation, for pain management. Uh, again, like any other herb, uh, there are many constituents. You know, it's just like, for example, uh, not to get off the subject, people don't realize vitamin C is not the only element from the orange, or just like lycopene is not the only uh, nutrient from the tomato. There are ten, each fruit contains about 10,000 nutrients that have yet to be discovered by science. You know, scientists, as a matter of fact, they don't even, they don't even know what, what a 
what a the molecular structure of a snow crystal is. I mean, they don't understand. Mm. They don't understand what what vitamin C looks like in an orange. You mm. know, this is how complex nature is. Mm. You know, they're, they're, this is why you, you're seeing all these new discoveries that are coming from plant life because they're slow. You know, every decade or so they're find, they're discovering something new or some type of chemical structure or constituent that's conducive for, you know, for human life or used for prevention or treatment uh, because nature is, 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 is very, very complex. Man does not know, uh, they only know a fragment of what's really going on in, 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 in life, in life in general. Brother, Brother Fleming, before we leave this marijuana thing, please advise the folks in the audience the quality of marijuana that is out here versus um, what may have been out here 40 years ago. Well, definitely the quality of marijuana today has been been totally compromised. You know, it's just like, you know, if you, for years, you've seen people smoking tobacco or that never got cancer or chewing tobacco. But when you, uh, when you have marijuana growing and you have, uh, you know, people that or companies that are whatever that are spraying chemicals on this marijuana and it's, uh, you know, it's crossbreded or whatever uh, with things that are out there. The, the integrity of marijuana today is nothing like it was in the 60s and the 50s or whatever. You were getting a much uh, purer substance of, uh, of marijuana, you know, but now unless, unless it's coming maybe from Canada and it's grown in an area that has a, a a fairly clean environment. But on the streets, you have to be very, very mindful, you know, because uh, you don't know what the origin of that of that plant is, where it came from, how it was processed, the hands that it has gone through before it has, before it got to you, you know. So we have to be very, very mindful of the quality. Yeah, and it can do more harm. It may relax you on one end. But uh, proliferate something, uh, you know, something, uh, something else later on down the line as you continue to indulge. Dr. Jose Fleming, one parting uh, note as to how folks can connect with you. Uh, yeah, through all health concerns at gmail dot com. All health concerns, and my toll free number is eight 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 four five three five five two six. Dr. Jose Fleming, thank you for enabling us to have a great class this evening. May God continue to bless you and your family, bless your work, and we look forward to hearing from you again in the very near future. God bless you, my brother. Thank you, brother, and have a great weekend. Peace and love. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all. Share the information that you got this evening with Dr. Jose Fleming, co-author of Medicine, Get the book. I recommend that as a reference book. You'll find it very, very informative. You can pass the information on that you got this evening to others. Advise them to go into blogtalkradio.com forward slash the keys 107 or go into Blog Talk Radio and put in uh, communicators with Brother Leroy looking for this show with Dr. Jose Fleming July 6th. And that's how you can spread the information. May God continue to bless you all. I want to thank the engineer, Brother Anthony and Brother James and Sister Rafika for making this show 
possible. The communicators coming to you over www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the keys 107. Peace, my brothers and sisters. The views and opinions expressed by any of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and membership of the Keys 107. Peace. Keys 107 and the FOI Board of Directors is proud to present The Final Call. The Final Call is the country's unique leading source for news. Founded by the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, National Representative of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the Nation of Islam, the final call follows in the tradition of Muhammad Speaks with hard-hitting national and international news and coverage of political issues. It is the official communications organ of the Nation of Islam. Founded in the 1930s as the final call to Islam, the newspaper evolved into Muhammad Speaks in the 1960s and boasted a circulation of 900,000 a week with monthly circulation of 2.5 million. Today, the Final Call newspaper serves a readership of diverse economic and educational backgrounds, including circulation in North America, Europe, Africa, and the Caribbean. Read the Final Call newspaper. You can find one of the beautifully bow-tied representatives in your community or read finalcall.com. Thank you for listening to the Communicators on the Keys 107 Network. Join our Facebook group page, The Keys, opening doors to endless possibilities. Follow us on Twitter at The Keys 107 and email us with suggestions or questions at suggestion at sign thekeys 107 networkcom and don't forget to visit our webpage thekeys 107 networkcom if the keys 107 network isn't on your blog talk radio then your blog talk radio isn't really on ladies and gentlemen you're listening to the communicator with your host brother Leroy 